Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. One twenty-two for San Antonio. One seventeen for the Warriors, and you know, really not much to say about this one. To be honest with you, it was a preseason game. You know, it, the only thing was that I that stood out to me was the fact that the Warriors starters started the second half very sloppy, and yep. that, that that can't happen because against a really you know, I'm not saying the Spurs aren't a really good team, but in the regular season game against a really good team, you're going to be down by 20 really quickly. So You can say that's exactly what you're saying. They're not a really good team. They're young. <laughs> They're, They're young. going to get better. Yes, but you can't are. do that against any team. Right. Uh, you're going to find, especially starting the second half, starting the game is not a <laughs> not exactly how you script it, but you got 47 minutes or 46 minutes to compensate. Second half, you start, and that's how you start out the second half. You're right. Against a good team, it may be 10-0 in the hole, and then you may be battling uphill the entire second half. So, yeah, I, I, again, they for the most part, early in the game, first six minutes they turned it over, and then coming out of the gates they turned it over in the second half. Other than that, they weren't bad. They, they, they did a nice job taking care of the ball. And, again, it's something I feel like we've, we've been talking about since I started doing this. It's just the turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. I can go back 2015. Turnovers, 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 turnovers. It just so <laughs> it's been eight years. Again, I, I and, and again we talked. I talked to Steve, and like th- this is who they are. This is what they are. They're going to have to expect a certain level of turnovers. They're going to be among the tops in the league in turnovers. They just are. So. How do you uh, compensate for that? Well, their offensive efficiency, their three-point shots. Hopefully they play better defense this year. Uh, they went to the free throw line uh, more times, I believe, tonight than San Antonio. Let me check those. 24, 25. So, well, they lost by one. Close enough. If they can do that, they're going to be fine. Because I still feel like they they have so many shot makers they're going to be able to out-percentage teams from the three-point line and from two. But you just can't get swamped at the free-throw line, and you can't let a team have uh, double-digit-plus more shots than you. That's a recipe for disaster, and that's what happened a lot last year. If they can just – and then what that means is turn it over 14 times, not 18 not 19, and certainly not 20 and above. That's just, that is disastrous. You play against a really good team, you turn it over 20 times, you're going to get uh, your head stomped in. So it just, they, they need to pay attention to that. I know they play free, they play loose, they play fast and all that, but there has to be a certain amount of attention on we need to get shots up. We can't just do the whole willy-nilly thing and, and it's fun, and it's free, and we're dropping. No, you can't do that. I mean, you you have to have, and hopefully Chris Paul is going to help in that uh, in that regard because that I can't overstate that. It's such a huge key to not only game by game, but the whole season. If they can keep their turnovers in check, they're going to be in great shape. Well, one thing I'm encouraged with, and nothing against the guys who were here last year. But starting to really like the bench. 
You know, if you have, and especially if, if Chris Paul is coming off that bench with when Draymond gets back. Yep. And then you add, you know, you get Corey Joseph. Kaminga. You know who he is. Kaminga's playing yep. really well. Mm-hmm. I think Moses Moody is just rock solid. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree. Sharich gives him size. He fits in well, does some good things. GP2, we know what he can do. And I think you'll be able to plug in the rookies in, on certain nights, you know, when certain guys are either banged up or they're, you know, hurt and, and you know, the, when there are minutes to be had, I think, and certainly against other teams' second stringers, I think you can put, you know, Pajemski and, and Jackson Davis out there for bursts at a time, and they're not going to, to you know, force you to call a timeout or anything. Yeah. You know? No, I like so. the bench. I do. I like the bench. It's got a little diversity to it. It's got a little shooting, a little defense, a little athleticism, uh, and then you got Chris Paul with stability. It yeah. kind of settles things down. And that's Steve always talks about having adults. And we talked in the, tonight about Andre Iguodala retiring after 19 years. He was the ultimate adult. Oh, yeah. Like he just put them in there when Draymond was younger and Steph and Clay were younger and they were wilder than they are now. It's just like go in there and settle these guys down. And he would go in there and try to settle them down, get them organized. And that's what Chris Paul can do with the second unit. He can do that with any unit. Again, he's one of the most mature players you're ever going to find in in the game. So having him is a huge boon, to to especially the second unit. But no, I do. Right now, I mean, we'll see how the season progresses, but I like the second unit because I think it's diverse. A little bit of this little bit of that, and and some leadership, and that's certainly going to help. Tuesday night, opening night. I can't wait. I know. It's really, be fun. it's going to be such it's a gonna fun. Be it's going to be a fun night of basketball. Lakers go to Denver, and then we get this game here, the second game of the doubleheader. So, no, I'm, I'm excited to see that game. I think the best thing about the NBA right now is you could really name – six teams, probably minimum, that have a chance to win the NBA t- uh, title this year. Uh, Only look, six? <laughs> well, okay, Boston, Milwaukee. Boston, Milwaukee, Denver. Denver, Lakers, Warriors, uh, Phoenix. That's five. That's that's six. Is Boston, it six? Milwaukee, Denver. Oh, okay, I had six up. <laughs> hey, U of A, look give at me your a break. <laughs> uh, and I got mine online. Okay, that's, that's, that's six. Okay, who else? But uh, but I uh, held on. I might not be missing anybody. Is there anybody yeah. in the East you think? Because Philly, I'm not not. I, no, not with the whole heart. Oh, mess I'm gonna say right about now. that is you get what you pay for. No, I get it. <laughs> but that doesn't get you a championship. Yes, and exactly. I don't think Miami, I'll underrate them again. Yes, <laughs> and, and we my, always do. My Everybody own peril, always. Do. Yeah, I'm gonna say no to them. Uh, champ- like I think that's. I think the Eastern Conference is a two team race. Right. That's that's How about what I Memphis. Think. I would say just like if there was a bubble, I would yeah. say they're just outside it. Okay. Like I, w- I wouldn't include them in the teams that could win a championship. Plus, they're going to be without their best player for the first twenty-five games of the yeah, season. Exactly. So it will. If he behaves, I mean, he couldn't even do the eight-game suspension without not behaving. So hopefully, he'll be back. He's fun to watch, but he needs to get his <laughs> life together. Uh, We're Clippers, talking about adults. Yes. yes. <laughs> Clippers, not until they prove it. Not until they prove it. Well, they, those guys have to play games. They have to play. And they haven't played. Sacramento's still probably a year, maybe away. Maybe, but but I could be. 
I, I could change my mind on them because they were really good last year, and they pushed the Warriors in the first round. So maybe they learned enough from that, and they added a, a couple nice pieces that, you know, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll, you maybe know, after 20 games I'll look at them and go, hmm, I'm going to have to add them to that list. You know, if they can, if they can improve you know, their defensive numbers, they don't have to be a lockdown you know, as Alvin Gentry told me one one time, you know, with the Warriors were slipping a little bit defensively. He says you don't have to lock everybody up every night. You have to play good enough defense. Yep. To where if your team's a good scoring team, you have to play good enough so that the other teams, you know, if you're on your normal night, the other team is not going to beat you. And, yep. and so, um, if they improve defensively at all, then I think they we might have to put them in that box. But I agree with you. I think they're I think they're on the ascent. I, th- I kind of look at them like the 13-14 Warriors where they're learning yeah. how to win a little uh-huh. bit. You know, they had that first success, and they couldn't get past that first round, and, and now they're learning a little bit more about their squad and about how to win. And so I think they're on the ascent. I just don't know if they're there yet. Um, so Although you brought up something I, I, I was going to bring up because I, I wanted to talk about it and get your thoughts on it, but there wasn't a time during the game to talk about it when you said the Kings had the number one offensive rating in the history of the NBA? Yeah. I was like, okay, who would you take, them or the 86 Celtics? Well, yeah. If you, if you needed to score. Plus, I, I, plus I, I think <laughs> numerically they had the best offense in history. But I think the 2016 through 2018 Warriors were one of the most offensive juggernauts ever yes, created. exactly. I mean, that team was just crazy. I mean, I still look at the 86 Celtics and think that team was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. What were they, 40-1 at home? Yeah. 40-1. and one. Yeah, I know. There were some of those ridiculous Laker teams with Worthy and Kareem and Magic. They were you can't ridiculous. can't stop Scott Wedman. But you know what? You cannot stop Scott <laughs> Wedman or Derry Seesting. You, you know, know one of the highlights of R.C.'s career? Did he meet Scott Wedman? Yeah, we Did had he? a preseason game in Kansas City yeah. back when we used to travel around the country. To strum up business, but we don't do that anymore. But um, <laughs> the, now we're worldwide, baby. Yeah, the I, you know you don't have to as much anymore because of TV and everything yeah. else. But um, but I, I used to like doing that. I used to like seeing people get to see their only NBA game of the year. Yeah. That was I have a soft yeah. spot for that. Be having worked in cities that were like that. Uh, but he met Scott Webman in our game in Kansas City against really? Miami, and we played Miami. There. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah that was Joe Bird. The Pic- way I reacted. Picture taken. You know, the whole bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, we played in uh, El Paso one year when Timmy was a rookie. Yeah. Played in Stockton. Uh, played in Gonzaga. Or not Gonzaga. Played oh. in, uh, no, no, Winnipeg. Oh, wow. Winnipeg. We had a, we had a game in Spokane one year. We did. Yeah, we I did. didn't get a chance to play yeah. up there. But, yeah, Winnipeg, I just remember being cold and gray. I was like, man, well, it's freezing up here. You didn't play anywhere overseas. I thought I remember you. With I go the, shorts uh, and t-shirting, and I'm going to work in Winnipeg. Oh, and the bugs up there? Uh, oh my god! In Winnipeg? Yeah, you have to bring spray. Oh Winnipeg, really? Any place, any place in the Canadian prairie, yeah. you have to bring bug spray. Oh I'm wow! I'm telling you. Wow. They, they, we went to play golf one year. I was doing a, a Canadian football league game yep. in Saskatchewan, and so we went to. Oh, we were going to play. We'll go try to get nine holes in after the walkthrough on Friday. Yeah. We get this course. We rent. Guy goes, yeah, got your bug spray. Bug spray. <laughs> No, you puts a can on the. You, trust me, you're gonna want to buy one of these. <laughs> so we bought one. First putt, I'm lined up. The mosquitoes were lined up on my arm like a, like I was like oh a, like a tanker truck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm looking down at the putt and I see mosquitoes lined up on my arm. Oh, this is great. It's like the 82 gas shortage. Yeah. on your uh, arm. Okay, last last <laughs> f- final preseason story, just to show you how brutal things used to be. 
even way before your time, Tom. Back in, and, and Al Adels used to tell me this, back in the, the 50s and 60s, um, and owner of the Philadelphia War, Eddie Gottlieb, used to, he would draft a kid. You know, they used to have like 10 rounds yeah. in the draft, right? So he'd draft a kid, say, out of Westchester State when the Warriors were in Philly, right? He'd draft him in the 10th round. He'd schedule a preseason game at that college, right? Yeah. And then he'd call the local paper and talk up this kid. Oh, he's playing really well for him. We think he's going to start that night. And he'd start the kid so they'd get a bigger house that yeah. night because that's how they would get paid, right? So they, he would get like, you know, four or 5000 to their gym, take the money, and then he would cut the cut kid the after the game. <laughs> He, because he would think, oh, I don't need to give him bus fare. He's already here. You know? <laughs> His uncle will give him a ride home. Yeah. Unbelievable. Was just like, I'm going, what? He goes, yep, he used to do that. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, that is sad. <laughs> that is just that is brutal. Just, that is just pathetic. Oh, oh my goodness man. gracious. Doesn't surprise me, though. Friday in Sacramento, 7 o'clock with a tip. Sunday at Houston, 4 o'clock tip, 3.30 airtime on Sunday. Then Monday night in New Orleans. 4.30 airtime, 5 o'clock with the tip. And then the Warriors come back home for one before heading out. Seven of the first nine on the road.